Should we roll the intro? Shall we? Let's go. Let's go. Hello. Hi. And welcome back to another episode of Breaker and Banter. It is a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week... Two friends... Who also happen to be hairstylists... Break down our weeks in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I am your co-host, Erica the Red. <laughs> Ooh, the screech I, I at know, the right? end. I'm just trying to get this mic right, bro. Hey, well, you good? sound good. Does it sound good? I guess I could put my headphones on. Everything is ruined. Hey. I'm the new editor. You can call me Milan. Hunter and I will be taking turns editing these. Before we get to the podcast, though, Erica has a little bit of story time to get to. <clears throat> okay, so you said I missed something in the salon. Oh, just, it was a hell of a day. So, um. So our associate was supposed to be doing hair today. Yeah, Big Red. That's what I'm going to have to call her because, you know, I don't know what else to call her. Little Red. She's young Red. Is she the youngest Red? You can call her Baby Red. Baby Red. Baby Red. So Baby Red was, um, she was on the desk today, but remember how at the meeting, um, Shell was saying how we were going to have, she was going to do that person's hair. Yeah. Right? So I think it was on the books for like 10... 30 maybe i feel like i don't know early nine no nine thirty nine thirty. 9 30 okay and um so then she called at nine maybe 45 ish like after her appointment and was like oh my goodness can i move it to like 1 15 and baby red was like uh no because like we close at three you know okay I mean? i'm glad she said no yeah um and then so they settled on like noon, I guess. Okay. So Baby Red's talked to Boss Lady, and Boss Lady was like, if she is one minute late, you can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah. And she was. She was a good 13 minutes late because I looked at my phone at 12.09 and looked at the desk, and she was not there. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And, um, then she comes walking in, and, like, I was working with my client, and I had to tell her, I was like, hey, sorry, I'm just, I'm not zoning, I'm not trying to be rude, but I am trying to listen to, like, you know, we all were. Right. Just to make sure that she. This is good practice. support, exactly, exactly. And yeah. we were all disappointed for her, because she was so excited, looking forward to do hair, you know, but at the same time, she was like, man, like, basically, mama said, she said if you do it you're fired (laughs) (laughs) that's what she said to the lady no 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 no. i mean and that was like that would have been a great excuse though it was obviously a joke like between the two of them but she was like no seriously like and so we kept telling her like this is really great for you like experience setting boundaries it's a tough conversation that you just had but you did it like i know you it wasn't perfect could you have said it more eloquently and comfortably yes but you did it on your own. You know what I mean? And a lot of it was, I'm just the messenger, blame it on, but that is the policy at our salon. Yeah. These are the rules. The owner makes the rules. You know what I mean? Exactly. She always says, blame it on her. Exactly. So, but baby red had to have that conversation. She delivered it and it was like, good. She did good. She killed it. She did good. But then again, um, 
So I'm not really sure what's been going on, but like, have your books been weird lately? Because mine have been. Like haircuts booked in the middle of haircuts. So mine, like, if I have like a cancellation, yeah, uh-huh. it does get, there is like a wonky spot, but my books are like planned. Like I planned my books. Yeah. And now I, they just kind of like go in, they plug in the spots. I'm just not really sure what happened, but like. But I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. So I had another one of those where it was like, this is a prom updo, like full long hair. She had like probably like. I don't know, 3B, 3C-ish type, like, curls. Mm -hmm. Wanted it blown out perfectly, like, straight, smooth, voluptuous, and, like, glam, you know? (laughs) With hair to here curly. Mm. Curly. And thick. How long did you have? In 45 minutes. It was a formal style, not a shampoo style. I'm a little irritated because she told me that she said on the phone, my hair takes, it's going to take longer than an hour. And they told her, no, it's, it won't, it'll be fine. And it was a new client with no consultation. And I was a little peeved, Mm -hmm. but because so-and-so had bailed on their appointment. You had help. I did have a little bit of help. Thank God. Right. I'm just um, sitting here thinking, like, how did you possibly pull that off? Did you? Yeah, we did. Because she did the majority of it, honestly. Like, I just did the shampoo. She did most of the blowout. I came over and started, like, setting it in curls. Mm-hmm. And then um, we were also trying to convince her to cut her hair because, like, what she wanted, the girl had layers. And, like, you don't have that. Like, I can't. It was all one I length. I can't make that happen. Yeah, it was all one length. You know, and she was happy with what she got, but we were like, it could have been so much better if, if you there just were layers. Like, listened to us, you know? Yeah. And um, it, here's the other thing. She had that curly of hair, and I asked her about how often, because, like, I touched it, and I was like, whew, this has, like, dry buildup. There was, like, little naughty rat nest knots inside of it, like, and I was just like, so how often do you wash your, you know, I'm washing your hair double clarifying it and I'm like how often do you wash your hair and she was like oh well I work out so like four times a week probably and I was like okay well mm. um I was like how often do you deep condition and she was like I don't I don't really do that and I was like all right girl well your hair is really dry like you need some conditioner you know uh-huh. it's like you're you've got this beautiful curl but you got to take care of it like you right know? and um and I was like I suggested that because she works out a lot so like I get that like you don't want to be smelly. You don't yeah. want to be. Well, and it gets itchy. Like, it yeah. gets itchy faster. You know, if you're not working out, I can go six days without washing my hair. No problem. But if I'm working out during the week, like, two days. I mean, I used to work out on my lunch break and then, like, literally blow dry the sweat in to get through the day. But oh. by the end of the day, my. Because <laughs> I, I was didn't itchy. have time to redo my hair. Yeah. It was itchy. So I was like, what I would do is rinse my hair with, like, you know, a good hot water, like, just get my scalp all warm and then, like, scrub it mm-hmm. with conditioner. Yeah. You know? Kind of So you like, get a good conditioner. Yeah, you get some blood flow in there. You get the stuff off there and you get some moisture in your hair mm. because I just shampooed it yesterday, so I don't need to shampoo it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a co-wash. Co-wash, basically. And so I suggested that and she was like, well, usually I do the opposite. Meaning she shampoos her hair and doesn't condition it four times a week and she has curly hair <laughs> and oh. she kept asking me she's like what do i do for me i was like conditioner 
Yes. Conditioner, conditioner, conditioner is the answer to most of your problems. Like, conditioner, baby. A deep conditioner. Oh, and that was the other thing. And she was oiling, like, way too much and not clarifying. And you just took that class where you learned. Right. I didn't do. I didn't take that class. Oh, dang! But, uh, I, I that was one of the ones I missed that I wanted to, but um, it it makes sense. Though. Yeah, you know what I mean. It does make sense because that oil is going to build up. It's going. You know, then you're not even putting conditioner in there. Like, oh my god! Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just like freaking out. But anyways, that went fine. That went fine. Baby red helped. She killed it. Um, I was like, you can run it, ring it up under yourself, but I ended up just paying her cash and then it'll get wrung under me or whatever. But I was like, yeah. you did the majority of that. I could not have freaking pulled that off without you. Like, <gasps> thank yeah. God. So I really have decided that I have to set a hard boundary that since we don't have front desk on Saturdays and no assistance, like I cannot double book. I cannot double book. And if one more person book double books me a new client in the middle of a freaking highlight, I'm going <laughs> to lose my doo-doo. <sighs> But um, it's happened to you so frequently. So much lately. And I remember last week I had literally a haircut booked inside of a haircut. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? And then it's it's kind of like a sticky situation in the beginning of it happening because it's like, well, I don't want to complain about getting new clients. Right? But at the same time, like, shit. Well, and that's the thing. I'm dying like, over here. Well, and I had that perm yesterday. That was a new perm client and no consultation. Like, I Thank just, God it worked out, it though. It did work out, though. Um, that was a really freaking good perm, too. It was a really good perm. It took me three hours, and I don't feel like... Because so much of it was consultation. Like, I yeah. just, I don't know. I was a little, f- like, frustrated by, again, how that was handled. But mm-hmm. it, the perm turned out great. I do think she's going to end up coming back um, when she needs a haircut. Because originally she wanted, like, it short. And I really? was like, I don't, I, I was like, here's the thing. I don't want to cut it first because I don't want to, like, not have enough hair to perm hair to perm you know and then i was like and i do not like to cut after a perm i never have like in beauty school you do for the ladies that roller set their hair or like Mm -hmm. whatever you know um but i just don't like to cut the day i don't think it's good it doesn't seem right to be until it's completely like yes you've neutralized it but it's not completely done neutralizing that's why you can't wash it for 72 hours so it doesn't seem like you should comb through it for 72 hours I've never heard that logic, but it makes, makes perfect sense, sense. Right? yeah. And so I told her, I was like, before I started, I was like, are you cool with that? And she was like, yeah. Um, and I explained my logic, and she was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, totally. And she was like, shoot, when it's permed, I might not even want to cut, you know? And so then she That's was true. like, I really do kind of like this, you know, the way it yeah. is. And so I was like, all right, we'll wear it. And then if you want, decide you want to cut, come back next week and we'll cut it, you know. And she was like, all right, cool. Perfect. So it was good. That did go well. But um, but today was just fiery. Well, and if I, yeah, today was fiery. And I do think that had I had a consultation, there would have been discussion of like a higher than base pricing for that one. Oh, because, that like, makes sense. You know what because I mean? Because your hair's down to your knees. Yeah, it was long. Well, <laughs> it was so thick, too. Like, I just was like, oh, God. But, yeah, today was crazy. I made it through. I survived. Um, but also, on top of it, part of why I was stressing out, too, so much about today was that today I had one a client that I have um, run late for twice in the past. 
Oh, you, God. You know? uh, and so I did not run late for her. Not, I mean, like, uh, there was a minute she came in, and I was just finishing out my blowout, you know, but it was fine. But I just was, like, wanting to make sure that she got the most excellent of service, and I, like, yes. I gave her her blow dry for free today. Like, even though she got compensated last time, I was like, I need you to look in my eyes and know how much I appreciate you sitting in my chair right now. <laughs> you know what I yes. mean? Yes. Like, <laughs> it means the world to me that you didn't give up on me after that you know yeah absolutely so um yeah and then i had or oh oops didn't mean to say that out loud cut that i had my another one of my regulars and she's just the sweetest pretty simple and you know straightforward um so yeah that it was fine but that like the drama of that today like i can understand why you had a panic attack afterward uh, yeah well (laughs) Hey, Cut I've been that too. Them. No, you can. Oh. I've been having, honestly, having panic attacks pretty much every night for the last like four days, and I hate it because then I'm alone and then I'm f- scared like more because I'm like I can't drive myself to the hospital right now. Yeah, but you know? thank God you know what you have insurance right now. I know. If you need to call an ambulance, you can call an ambulance. <laughs> I know, with no deductible. Yep. So Mama Red, just know <laughs> that Baby Red, <laughs> Baby Red <laughs> two point is safe. Yeah. she can take an ambulance now yeah well and then yeah everybody today was like girl what is wrong with you and i tried to eat i still try to eat my dinner from last night and i it sent me into a panic attack that's what it was was i tried to eat and it hurt so bad but i went to the chiropractor too Uh put my ribs back into place so that's part of it hopefully all the four different kinds of antacid i just took will help start to settle at this point, if I do, st- do still feel this tomorrow, I am going to go because I think I need, like, a Xanax. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that might be what it is. Like a quick like a, snap a out Xanax of it. Like a Xanax and a Flexerol and, like, a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to just, like, admit me and, like, yeah, like IV. I would, I, dude, honestly. Let me sleep for 24 I'm hours. I'm myself in for exhaustion and burn whatever the celebrities do. That's what I need. Mm. What is it? Dehydration. Why don't you and go exhaustion? to like <laughs> one of those IV clinics and do do I that? Mean, I would. I will. Like and be like, I'm exhausted and I'm I having will. panic attacks. I will. But Please I shoot do, me up I with everything you have. Think, you know me. I'm a hippie, but I'm like I at this point. I think I need pharmaceuticals. Well, I think at the IV clinics, it's like vitamin D and stuff like that. Well, and I take vitamin D. But intravenous, you know what I mean. That word? No, but I do. I love me a good drip. I've used to get those, like a Mm -hmm. IV boost or whatever. I used to get those all the time after I had mono. Yeah. It was helpful. When you said drip, all I could think of was a post-nasal drip, and then I was like, ew. Drip, drip. That's not (laughs) what I think of. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Yeah. But let's start with our peaks and our pits. Okay. Um, my peak is that I had today off. Yeah, you I did. stayed in my PJs most of the day. I like it. I went shopping. Nice. Got some new clothes. You look super sexy right now. If you guys can't tell, these pants too that Hunter's wearing are like leathery, white They're leathery, white leather pants. I mean, leather look. They're not real leather. Faux leather. Faux leather. leather. They're f- pleather. Pleather. Is that what it's Plastic called? leather. Polyester. Polyester leather? leather? I, don't I don't know. know. They're sweaty. I know They're that. vegan leather. How about that? 
much um, cooler sounding. Well, I bought them to wear in Miami, but now I'm second guessing them because I would not want to wear them, bitches in Miami. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't. I think talk about swamp ass. Yeah, so I think these are going to be like teaching pants. I like them. Show pants, Look whatever. Um, so that's my peak. I got to hang out with my friend Skylar. Yay! We literally go like months without mm-hmm. talking to each other. And then we went shopping together today. We're going to eat, get dinner tonight. And then we're going to get brunch tomorrow. I mean, that's grown-up friendships, though. Yeah. Like, get in where you fit in, you know? True. And I was thinking about that whenever I was getting ready for the podcast. I was like, that. it's so funny that Skylar and I, we go through months without seeing each other. And then we'll see each other, like, the full weekend. And then... <laughs> Seriously. I, I mean, I do get it. I have that kind of with some of my friends. I mean, obviously, a lot of my longtime friends are mm-hmm. far away. But, um... It's like I won't talk to him for months, and then we'll have a conversation, and it's like... And then you'll talk every single Here's day. Here's everything that's happened, you know? <laughs> yeah. What's up with you? Here's everything that's happened, and then it's like, oh, my kid's pooping in the front yard. I gotta go, okay, bye, talk to you later. <laughs> like, <laughs> my kid's pooping in the front yard. That happened to me the other day. I called my girlfriend, and we're, we're ch- chatting for maybe 15, 20 minutes, and then she's like, oh, my gosh, my son is literally pooping in the backyard right now in the grass. I got to go. Oh. I'm obviously as a mom, I'm like, all right. <laughs> I get it. Have fun with that one. <laughs> <laughs> they do stop doing that eventually. Like, don't worry. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. Um, but, yeah. Pit. I have to have a pit, too. Mm. My pit is that we recorded an episode that should be yeah. coming out today when this episode comes uh-huh. out, but I did something wrong. Yeah, we messed up somehow. Um, I had a chat with Milan, the our video mm-hmm. guy, and he said that there was probably it was probably something with a cable. Yeah, uh, shout was, out Morpheus Visuals. Yes, Morpheus Visuals. You're the best. Man. Um, actually, I want to share change my peak okay that was a peak too but another peak is he reached out Mm -hmm. and is uh offering us a little deal to edit some of our podcasts so like two podcasts a month i like it so those will be the best ones right no just kidding hunter is good but he's gonna elevate it for sure he he just reached out and he was saying that like our YouTube growth isn't where it should, should be, be for how consistent we are. And he was like, he's interested in helping with that. Helping with that and like then it. kind of using it to his advantage. Yeah. So he's given us hey, a little deal. You, help, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours, man. Exactly. I like that. That's cool. I love that, um, actually. Yeah, same. So that's, that is my peak then. Cool. Um, Pit would have to be, uh, I didn't have like the best week at work. This week, like I ran behind every day. I did only work three days this week. Mm -hmm. So obviously my numbers weren't as high, but they should have been Mm -hmm. like, that's kind of the point of Mm -hmm. taking time off is to make that up. Uh, But like, I don't necessarily view it as a pit because I can just learn from it and. I mean, you were really effing slammed all week. Yeah, but my numbers didn't look weren't that way. Yeah, but that's so I don't think I was slammed a whole day. You can do a thousand dollars in a day, no problem. I mean, that's yeah. gonna be a big thing. One day is bigger than you think it is. Yeah, that is you true. Know? Yeah, but I also wasn't that busy. I was just behind every client. Mm. 
I don't know what was going on. It was just like, I guess I was talking a little extra. Just one of them days. One of them weeks. Right. But yeah, that's my pet. Okay. Um, my pet is that I'm still dying of chest pains. Um, <sighs> but I'm not dead yet, so I'm obviously not dying. So that's the pet. And but, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've already talked about it. You'll hear it later. Um, that. And then my peak would be... That it's Saturday, so I don't have to work tomorrow. Heck yeah. What are you going to do tomorrow? Um, I haven't got that far. <laughs> we'll see how I feel. She's like, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to get home. Still trying to figure that out. Well, <laughs> I had plans tonight that are not no longer happening. Um, You can join us for dinner. Which is fine. If you'd like. I can't really eat solid food right now. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd love to, but it will hurt really too bad. And we're eating hibachi. Okay, so then so. my peak is that I'm getting really skinny because I can't eat right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which is great to fit back into some of my old clothes. Um, you do look hot. Thanks. <laughs> Perks, you know. Oh, well, you know what my real peak was this week, but I'm not going to share that on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just sure do. Maybe um, in a future episode you'll be able to share it. Yeah, at some point. Mm-hmm. When you're grown up. When I'm grown up. When you've up. grown all up and got married to have babies. Not that far. <laughs> no babies, none. No, no more. babies ever. More, no. <laughs> um, I guess that's actually kind of another high point in my week is that I figured out my summer vacation. Like, you know, I like to go off for my birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I need some home. I need some Oregon. I didn't get my nature in California. And then I've been so stressed out and not feeling good since I got home. I haven't made it out in nature since I got home. And I really need to put my feet in a little stream. And what did I say? Bury my head in the, bury myself up to my chest in the dirt or my head yeah. in the dirt. <laughs> Dig like, a hole I'm in the forest. i lay in the dirt so that I can just <laughs> be one with the earth. Um, but I had my high school reunion is coming up at the end of the year, my 20th okay. year, like an old bitch here. Um, and then my, so that's on the 19th. Okay, my lease is up on the 18th. High school reunion on the 19th. My birthday's on the 29th. And then D starts high school on the 7th of September. So I've been trying to figure out how I was going to make my birthday and the high school reunion thing work. And I decided to scratch that. And I talked to Deacon. And I'm going to go and be there for him on his, like, first day of school. Oh, that'll be so So much fun. I think I'm going to leave that client of mine, the one that bought her dress from... Yes. um, From Bradley and Olia. Um, You know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name names. But her wedding is on the first, so I'm going to do that for her. And then probably leave the next day or the day after. And then be home. And then leave, like, probably on... Friday or whatever, because okay. Deacon doesn't start school until Thursday. They start school on a Thursday? Well, it's the first day. Like, you know, like the uh, K through 6 starts first, and then the middle schoolers start, and yeah. Oh. That's how they do it over there. Maybe that's how they do it here. I just don't remember. You, yeah. Well, and I don't have kids. And you so. don't have kids, so why the hell would you know that? Right. But yeah, so I am personally very, very excited to that for that and looking forward to that. I think I'm going to f- fly over and rent a car that worked out really well for me, and then I can just kind of couch surf and stay with whoever and not, you know, and, and not have to worry about borrowing someone's car or someone giving me a right. ride or waiting on anybody. 
Um, you can just be free. Be free. And if I want to go off and be my myself, I can do that. You yeah. know? And so I, I think that's how I'm going to do it. Hell yeah. So, yeah. So I'm like. So that's in June. That's No. So he comes in June and then he'll go home for the second half of the summer to be with his dad. Because they've got stuff planned that gotcha. to do. And then I will go like that very end of, or I guess the very beginning of September. You know, Did learning. you color your hair? Yeah, girl. I did last night. Oh. It's like champagne and like a couple, well, it's probably five part champagne, one part 9.5. Okay. It looks good. And then and you- it just threw me off because I was like, wait. But it's funny, I did, That's I different. had, ter- uh, ba- uh, Baby Red put it on, and I, last night, and then I, you know, drive by at home, mm-hmm. but then I was, my back was starting to hurt, so I literally just stuck my head upside down in the sink and rinsed, and I didn't shampoo it again, I just <laughs> went to bed with it wet, partially rinsed, and then I washed it this morning. <laughs> Actually, I put a mask on it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I co-washed. I co-washed it. I did condition. Guess what? It's moisturized. (laughs) That will make sense later in the episode. (laughs) Oh, I forgot we haven't added that in. Or maybe we have added it in. Here's the thing is that um, if you guys notice, we don't really have much subject material right now. Because of the episode that didn't go very well. We We weren't really supposed to be recording right now. Yeah, we weren't really. We were supposed to have an episode ready for you guys, but um, we're going to re-record with that person in the future. So here we are recording something for you. And And this episode has like a little bit of an elephant in the room. Oh, I think it's actually like a parakeet in the room. A pineapple in the room. A pineapple in the room. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some, like, moss or something. Right. We uh, updated our studio. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you guys like it? Um, If you don't follow us on Instagram... You've already seen it if you've... Yeah, yeah, if if you you follow follow us on on Instagram. Instagram. But if you don't, you haven't seen it. So, there's that. Um, I want to talk about... Like, building a clientele. Like, starting over. Okay. Because we've talked about it before. I was going to say, we've talked about that on the But, like, we've kind of, like, changed our vibe, or maybe we're more comfortable with, like, talking about stuff. So, maybe let's talk about it again. Okay. Um... So, like, we have a friend that's starting over fresh, and so that's why it's on my mind. And I... She told me that it's helped us talking about stuff and, like, us... Being a podcast, yeah, yeah, is kind of helping her, like, get along. Oh. So. I don't know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. All right, then. Keep your secrets. Yeah. Okay. So, let's talk about, like, starting fresh at a new place. Like, the expectation of, um, like, building your books. Like, what it's like to, like... Start, yeah, like what it's like to start at a new place, right? Because a lot of people have been in where they are a long time, Mm -hmm. or they've been independent Mm -hmm. for a long time, and then they move to a different state, and Mm -hmm. they want to start in a commission salon because they feel like they're going to get fed all of the clients. Right. Um, And just something that I've noticed from me building a clientele, from watching you build a clientele and other stylists at the salon mm-hmm. build a clientele, the common theme is like to get booked, you have to be there all the time. Yes. Well, and I initially, when I started there, had a conversation that was, if you 
do what I tell you. Mm-hmm. You will have this in a year. And mm-hmm. it happened. I was said, okay, I trust you. I ain't got nothing else better to do but work right now. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. Right? Right. And so it, it literally was like open to close six days a week. That mm-hmm. one day I was assisting. So like what do you do when you go to the salon even though you don't have a client? What are you doing at the salon when you're there? Well, hopefully not sitting in the broke room. Right. Right. So you're either like trying to stay busy out on the floor or ask the front desk, you know, something to do, which like sucks because, yeah, you're like not getting paid hourly to do Mm -hmm. like hourly work or whatever. But you're there. Your face is there. there, And if somebody needs you to shampoo for them, then they know they can grab you. Mm -hmm. And then like then you start to build a rapport with their clients, which just kind of helps the overall culture of the salon, which is part of why our salon is so awesome. Yes. Um, Like. Because people go to random people to get blowouts all the time. All or the time, yeah. Someone well, gets sick, God forbid. Then that person can be like, oh, well, I know Erica or I know Carrie can take whatever. care yeah. of me. Exactly. Cause, exactly. Because I watch them. They've talked to me. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was helpful. And whenever I first started, if I didn't have someone on the books or anything on the books for that day, I would still show up. And I kind of, like, looked around the salon when I first got there. I don't know if everybody's as fearless, I guess, as me with that. But I was just like, I'm going to go look in all the cabinets. And I'm going to see what's around. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see where things are. Learn, yeah. Check it out. Learn my places. And so I found, like, these little sachets, like those little cellophane bags. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of Bombshells merch. Bombshells is the salon that we work at. Yeah. And so I went to our owner and I was like, hey, can I put these together mm-hmm. with like my business card mm-hmm. and like a service menu? And she said, yeah, I'll do you one even better. I have this whole box back here of product that I want to get rid of. Why don't you just put a product in each bag too? Love it. So I did that. I made, I would, I don't know. I filled a box. Got them bougie clients. That's right. Mm -hmm. I went to every doctor's office, lawyer's office, everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, hey, I'm a stylist. I'm new to the area. I'm building my clientele. I work at Bombshells. Mm -hmm. Here's this. I think I put some like Bombshell Bucks in there, which for us, uh, we have these things called Bombshell Bucks. And it's essentially just free money, like a gift card. It's like $10. $10. Yeah. $10 value. Um. And it's just a little card that says $10 bombshell bucks. Mm-hmm. And I throw threw that in there. So they had a discount. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to the luxury apartment complexes. Mm-hmm. Like the expensive mm-hmm. ones. Yes. Where the grownups live. Smart. Because we live in a college town also. Yeah. So that it's hard to build a clientele in a I college know. town. I know. I moved from one college town to another. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's nice whenever yeah. school's in session. Mm-hmm. But then in the summer you get... Mm-hmm. Super slow if you don't have that steady built up already. Built up already. Yeah. But um, I went to the luxury apartment complexes and when they actually said that I could bring in an ad and they would put it in their mm. new move in folders. So I did that. I like that. And so I got all of those people that were like moving yeah. to Murfreesboro mm-hmm. from California, from places that they were already like paying an arm and a leg for their hair so you're so luxury prices prices in murfreesboro and you're a bargain (laughs) yes 
So that's what I did. That's smart. That's real smart. In fact, um, and I'm such an introvert. So that was really hard for me to go in and it was essentially cold calling, but in person. Right. Well, and I feel like you, that's what you did. Yeah. That's why I said that it was like, it's not going to work for everybody. Well, let's say, let's say that's a great idea, but that's not the clientele you're after. Okay. So let's say you're looking for like mom clients. Where would you go? I mean, you could go to the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's you a little could. creepy, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe like if you're a mom, you yeah, could, like, like daycare, pass out your cards or do that at like a soccer game or like. I mean, I don't yeah. know because I never have really been in the sports mom world. Deegan's just not a sports kid. Yeah. Really. Well, I feel like but. the sports. I remember. In, like, high school, middle mm-hmm. school, the on the, like, fence, they used to have like ad spaces. Ad things. Yeah. Not pull-tab ad spaces. It was, like, vinyl signs that were, like, zip-tied to the fence. Oh, okay. Yeah, they weren't very big. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably the size of that right there. And it was just on the fence. Mm-hmm. For like twenty, thirty bucks. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure now I'm it's more right. than that, but even if you wanted to do that, like if you were looking mm. for moms. Or you could like mom groups on Facebook. Mom groups. A lot of those groups on Facebook though do have like you can't post your ads mm-hmm. or there's like certain days you can post advertisements. No, but you can do get one of those ladies that's in one of those groups and slay their hair and have them advertise for you. Absolutely. Um, let's say you're trying to build like a vivid clientele. Where would you go? Bars. Tattoo shops. Tattoo shops. Thinking. Yeah. And I feel like um, Emily has this has this really good idea because mm-hmm. she's about to move to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to get a job, like a part-time job at a tattoo shop with the artist booking their appointments. Oh, that's smart. Not necessarily a receptionist, mm-hmm. but booking their hair or their tattoo, their appointments, tattoo appointments like via on their, on her uh-huh. phone or whatever it is, but they're all independent. So yeah. they would all pay her independently. So first off cash grab. Yeah. That's a fantastic idea. Absolutely. Someone else could use it. Just not at this, not at the same one that Bestie's going to. Right. You're not taking her job. No, that's actually a really good idea, too. And even if you could get in there and, like, offer just even for the tattoo artists that may be more, like, likely to have funky hair or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, vivid hair, then people are going to be like, dude, your hair is sick. Where'd you get your hair done? You know what I mean? Yes. And then if you patronize them. Yes. Not, that's a bad thing, right? Patronize? Patronize, patronize is bad. I, patron, if you are a patron, a patron in their service, yes, yeah. then they're also more likely to advertise for you. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, because well, we have that with like homegirl across the street. We're all sending everybody over there to her, mm-hmm. and, she's and now her whole family comes into the salon. Over to us. Yeah, exactly. So, and she, I mean, we talked about that when I was doing her hair. She was like, "I did that with my girls in California. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are great. I love it. You take care of me. I'll take care of you." You know. Well, and I do feel like social media is great, right? Mm-hmm. I obviously, obviously love social media, but the amount of clientele that I have retained mm-hmm. honestly have come from referrals from my real clients or those clients that I met out somewhere. I think there's definitely some, there's a reason why like UGC is big on social media because people want to hear like your real experience, you know, Mm -hmm. they don't want to have a freaking ad in their face. Like, yeah, they want real experience. So I think there's something to that fact that like, 
uh, what are they? I don't know, word of mouth. Yeah, is still like the biggest, most guaranteed way. Like, if I see a hundred ads for something on Facebook, like mm-hmm. once somebody's like, "Oh no, I've done it," and it's somebody that I know, and they're like, "Yeah, it was actually good." Then, I, then I'm like, "Okay." Until then, I'm like, "Is this a scam? Is this a scam? Is this a scam?" You know. Yes. Well, and I'm not saying that like you can't build a great relationship with clients that you've met on social media you totally either. Can. Yeah. yeah, because I do have clients that. Um, my van life client, mm-hmm. she has she has two stylists mm-hmm. because she's a van life girl, so yeah. she's literally everywhere. But um, I met her on social media, mm-hmm. and I, it was one of those things where she was getting popular on social media whenever I was trying to get popular on social mm-hmm. media. And so I reached out way back in the day, and I took her hair from, you know how dark it is now, mm-hmm. to, like, white. Dang. And we, like, st- like, we were together the whole day. And she's still to this day, years later, comes mm-hmm. to see me. But I feel that the social media clientele that I get, I kind of use as like my filler. You know, whenever you have those white spaces in your day mm-hmm. from your regular clientele, then you have the opportunity to fit someone in from social media or yeah. from an online interaction. But I really do feel like the clients that I've retained the most of are, are those yeah. referral and word like uh, personal meetings. I agree. I think they're. Yeah, that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. But I like what you said about like going to the salon, even though you're not working like that is the biggest I think it really is the biggest because your face becomes familiar you know what I mean you're you're there you're learning your people you're learning your I mean even if you're not like if you come in and shampoo for me like when I really need you like I'm gonna shampoo for you going to be indebted to you I am going to be more likely to be like oh I can't do it but so-and-so can you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. Especially when you're in a place, I mean, it's kind of weird talking about it now because I feel like I know everybody, but like, and I've already been through it, but it is, it's true. It can be scary when you're in a group with a group of women that you don't know. Right. And it can be uncomfortable to be there whenever you're not. When you're just sitting around or whatever, it can, it can be all those things. I remember, remember. but at the same time, it is good, you know, and it's like, okay, or here's the other thing. Sometimes somebody's on there and they're like, oh, hey, can you squeeze my kid in? Nope, but so-and-so's available, you know, and yes, it may not be that you want to do kids' cuts all the time, but it's money on your books. You yeah, know what I mean? and that's something that it co- it takes, too, is mm-hmm. saying yes to a lot of things, even if it's not what you want to do. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, until you have that full book, mm-hmm. you don't have the the luxury of being able to say no to everything except for highlights or except for haircuts or whatever it is that you want to specialize in. We've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. What you want to specialize in is what you advertise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what you're taking your pictures of. There is a lot of people. I do. I mean, it must be the thing in beauty schools. Now they tell you to specialize because it seems like every new stylist is a specialist. You know what I mean? I know. (laughs) But like, I don't. I mean, I think there's something to that. There's something there. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a position like let's say you're married and your husband makes plenty of money and you can you can build slower. Mm-hmm. Or you're not, you don't have a certain amount of dollars that you need to take home at the end of the month. But I do. Yes. <laughs> and 
I the best advice I can say in that aspect is to take everything that you possibly can until you don't have to anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just goes to like that's the building phase. Mm-hmm. That is what it's about. Yeah. I feel like if you say no to everything, then when it's time to say yes, you've gotten to the point of saying no so much that you've not really done that much hair, and then you're kind of nervous to say yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what that's like. I can't put myself in right. The brain I've never like said that, no to that's things never like been that. Me, I mean, I've said no when I'm exhausted or like you've disrespected me or you know <laughs> something like that. But like, I can't imagine being like. I mean, I might be like. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I will. in the back room, like, do you want to do this? No, but I'll do it anyways. You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, that would be my biggest piece of advice for building client is that and then pre-booking. Yes, you know? pre-booking. And um, keeping an eye on your retention and your numbers. And, like, if you don't know what those mean, asking questions. If no one in your salon knows what they mean, what those numbers mean. Maybe it's not the best salon for you or you reach out and like, there's so many resources in on Instagram that it's almost, if you don't know how to read your numbers and that now find somebody that can teach you, how you're going to find somebody. And I do think that like, especially if you're an older stylist like me, like, the industry has changed so much that, like, I think if there's one thing, no, I'm one of the many things I've learned t- throughout this podcasting process with you and all the people that we've met is, like, it's really not as scary <laughs> and, like, <laughs> um, or, like, I intimidating. Don't, intimidating as I feel like it used to be to, like, reach out to someone. Um, and then, like, I feel like there's kind of been a shift in the industry to a certain extent where it's like it's more inclusive and everybody is like, you know, there is more There's less gatekeeping. Of, yeah, yes. That is probably what I'm looking for. There's mm-hmm. more sharing going on. That's the word I'm looking for. And so like if you um if you need something or coaching in some area, like you can find it. It's not like I mean, I feel like I'm kind of the queen of fawn response and being like, I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything. Right. Well, I mean, even our podcast is a great source of things that you, like, of a place that you can go to find people. Yeah. To find a resource. Because Mm -hmm. we've had Hunter Donia, if you're looking for systems. We've had, well, I guess now we'll have Mm -hmm. Lisa Huff on. Mm -hmm. She has a mastermind group, Mm -hmm. where which is completely different than any sort of, like, coaching or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I thought it was more of a coaching thing. But she has a mastermind group where a bunch of individuals brain... Brain dump. Brainstormed. Yeah, they yeah. brainstorm together and create me of like ideas. A, a think tank or like a co work for hairstylists. Yes. You know, it seemed, it's really cool. And we already recorded an episode, but, you know, didn't record well. So <laughs> you will hear this in the future um, coming up soon. But yeah, I mean, I hate to like say we're a resource, but 
topic is that. But we are. But we are, actually. And if you don't know something and you want to just reach out directly to us, we will answer you. Yeah, we really don't have many people reaching we out. We don't have so, fan mail or, you know. Um, we are so free and open. Our little phalanges are ready to start to typing. To text you back and find resources and help for you. Yeah, because if I don't have an answer, I definitely feel like I can find a resource for you because mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to ask somebody. No, you so are not. So if you're a little afraid to ask somebody, reach out. Maybe you could say, hey, I really want to talk we'll to this person. We'll ask for you. We'll ask for you yep. or I will help you like come up with the words. Yeah. Because I like words and I can help with words. You're a word-a-rater. A word-a-rater? I don't know. When I, <laughs> when I um started at a salon... A couple years back, um, I made this post about the person I was working with. And I <laughs> I think I used the word Rolodex in my caption. And the entire two years that I worked at this salon, the there was one person in particular that was like, every time she could think about it, she's like, you're just so cute. All I can think of is your little Rolodex of... Rolodex. Rolodex of Instagram captions. I love and it. And she's That's always, cute. every time I see her now even, yeah. like if I run into her, she's like, oh, my I'm little Rolodex call boy. Call Dex or something. Uh, but she was so sweet. That was funny. Aww. But yeah, it's true. We are a resource. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't have a segue. What about um, back to, you know, let's say you've relocated in a city. How mm-hmm. do you go about finding a salon that's good for you? Um, so here's what I've done. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm currently doing that right yeah. now. Um, and I'm not, for my clients listening, I am not moving tomorrow. I'm not moving next month. This is a process that I'm just trying to begin. Yes, because it will take a while. It, yes, it'll take a very long time. So I have been going online and... Paying attention, firstly, to all of the accounts that I follow on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Where do the people that I interact with the most work? Mm -hmm. Do they work in L.A.? Okay. L.A., here's the salon. Mm -hmm. Cool. Save that profile. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Mm -hmm. And then on a day that I have time, I'll sit down. I'll write out a beautiful text Mm -hmm. of some sort. Mm -hmm. And then I will send it to all of those salons. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to do tomorrow morning. I like it. So let's say you're moving to a city you don't know anybody in, because I've done this. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I did. I We did a whole episode about it. But, we did. Um, Once again, I think we've refined our verbiage. I think so, too. Since these episodes have come out. so We're professionals. And there's new people, so fuck it. So, say it again. Um, okay, so <laughs> when I was moving to Tennessee, to, I knew I was going to be, I had to work in either Nashville or Chattanooga based on where the house was that I was living in was going to be. So I got on Instagram and I just searched hashtag Chattanooga stylist, hashtag Nashville stylist, or hair colorist, or whatever, Nashville, Chattanooga, blah, blah, blah. Paid attention to the work I liked. Figured out where they were. Figured out where they worked. Wrote that down. 
again, same thing, kind of like you did, although it wasn't based on connections. It was more just like on these people are good at what they do, and I want to work around that. Oh, well, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying I have a connection with these people. I'm just saying, like, the people that I follow and interact, like, Uh the people I'm liking their photos the most. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's what I meant by it. Not talking on the phone, like. Well, you know everybody, so, of course, I just thought. Maybe you know people over there, but I get what you're saying more like through Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's the same thing. And like figure out where some of these salons are. And then if you, then I'd go and try to find their website Mm -hmm. and then I'd figure out what kind of product lines they worked with because I would, you know, I'm bougie about that, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and it's hard to find a new place if you work with one specific product. It, is, it can be because you're limited by that. I mean, I know I've moved a couple of times when I was an educator and I was like, I can't really work in a salon that doesn't use this product. Yeah. You know, or isn't mm-hmm. going to at least allow me to. So um, that obviously can be a factor. And then um, just like I said, make a short list. I wanted something that had a good website. Like I, to me, that's important for a business, mm-hmm. you know, kind of find a place that aligns with what you do. And then I say, make a short list, send them your resume, reach out, then, you know, um, and go from there. Well, but- I want to stick, you know, what you said about the website and you should have a website yourself. Too. I should have a website myself. Oh, well, you, yes. And then <laughs> everyone else, because that's a way that you can like, uh, show your art in one place mm-hmm. and like everything that's affiliated with you can be all in one place hyperlinked because a resume is great obviously yeah don't write it on paper on notebook paper either <laughs> did you see that I did <laughs> um I wanted to say it but it was another one of those moments that I was like what if she listens to the podcast but if she, what if she listens to the podcast? Don't write. It's not a good look. If you um, are looking for salons, if you don't have a printer, there are still, in 2023, public libraries. Well, also, you can go to FedEx and right. work on their computer and print it there. Because I don't have a com- I have my phone, and I have a laptop, but it is half crashed and right. connect to the internet. So I, and I don't have a printer. So anytime I have to print something out, that's how I do it. Is you I, go to a FedEx. Yeah. Like I'll, I might do it on like word docs or whatever on my phone and mm-hmm. then just save it and then email it to the print and go or whatever at FedEx yeah. and then print it. Right. So that is a good idea to just go ahead and like have a couple resumes printed out, mm-hmm. get a little folder so that they're protected and keep that folder in your car. Absolutely. Um, but it's like a 50-50 shot. Like some, you might take that written resume mm-hmm. that's been ripped out of a notebook paper to a salon and they see, see someone that really wants a job. I mean, that is true. You know, that person probably really wants a job. But a little coaching moment would be that there are options available to print your resume even if you are not capable of doing it yourself at home. Yeah. FedEx, my dear boy. They're, well, now I feel like a giant asshole. So. Don't feel like a giant asshole. Yeah. I was just recapping what you said. You were. But I it clicked that part of it happened whenever you were talking. Gotcha. It was like, oh, well, maybe some salons yeah. might look at it as someone who drove by, saw it, looked it up on Instagram and was like, I need a job there right now. 
some salons might look at it that way. Yeah. Some people might look at it that way. Yeah. And maybe that is what happened. Maybe. Maybe. However, there are so many options available for you to print out a resume on a nice sheet of paper. Yeah. And honestly, if you t- if you print it out at a Staples or FedEx or whatever, they have really nice paper that they print on. It's like thick. Yeah. Also, it is all it's you might not even need to print it. Just send it in an email. It is 2023. I don't think I've printed a resume in a long time. Not since I was very first looking for jobs. No, yeah. And I, I mean, when I did, when I was looking for jobs, and I have done that. Like, when I was in Seattle, that's, I did that. Because I was mm-hmm. in the city already. And so, I mean, I was looking for a job in a different state where I had no connections whatsoever. Right. So, like, if you're crazy, ballsy, slash insane enough to do that, you don't need to print your resume. Yeah. You know? Because you can just email it but to the yeah, salon. Like, let's say you graduate and you know, you, and you live in Murfreesboro, and you know that you want to look for salons in Murfreesboro. Print out fifteen copies, get all dressed up, get cute, come in one day and ask. I would say, because I'm old and I used to get jobs all the time in retail. You go in, you ask for the manager or the owner. Mm-hmm. You look them in the eye, you hand them your resume, you give them your little spiel about how awesome you are, and you shake their hand, you tell them thank you for your time, and that you look forward to hearing from them soon. I love the way you said that. It's true. And um, I also looking nice mm-hmm. and presentable is in the beauty industry. Is that is so important. Yeah. And I see a lot of like hair influencers that are like educating in sweatpants and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's cool. That's cute. That's trendy. Mm-hmm. But like it has to. They're so fine of a line when it comes to dressing that way. That's like trendy or ready for bed. It can be sloppy. It can be streetwear. I think if you're in the vibe of streetwear, it's cool. And it's like then I do think it's professional because we are individuals. Like professional for us doesn't have to be a suit. Right, that might be what it is for you. But like, I mean, if you are, in my opinion, if you're wearing like a designer tracksuit. That's not comfy. That's rich. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. stylish. And this, and we are stylists. You know what I mean? Yes. If you are in a board meeting, is that appropriate? No. But as a hairdresser, I personally yeah. think it is. But it has to be stylish. And obviously, I'm one to talk about wearing makeup. But, like, in an interviewing situation, when you really are trying to put your best foot forward, like, if you're not a makeup girly, then don't go crazy with it but like maybe just elevate one step you know Mm -hmm. um a bb cream here's the thing i have just gone through like a year of major depression and like really could do all i could do to get to work sometimes throw on some jeans and a a t-shirt and one coat of mascara and I have been trying for probably eight months to get out of that and elevate. And I feel like I'm just kind of now at a place where I'm at. I didn't get makeup put on today because I was having random panic attacks and crying. So, but you look you know, hot. But I put a dress on. <laughs> and um, so, I kind of am hot. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but I'm sweating. It's hot in For here. sure. So, um, but it does make you feel better. You feel more confident. You look more like a professional. I guarantee you as I continue starting to, I am, I do have this pain in my chest right now, but all in all, 
I feel a thousand times better. Once I'm through this and this passes, like, it's going to be a whole new bitch right here, Mm. you know? And so... I can't wait till we're able to, like, talk about it on the podcast as, like, on the other side. On the other side. I know. Me too. You're going to change so many people's lives. I mean, I hope so. But, like... No, you are. um, We're... Ugh. Yuck. I hate saying that. Um... My point is, <laughs> you if you're in an interviewing situation and you are trying to get a job, like you, it is definitely best to be putting your best foot forward. Um, yes, a random pop-in. And you know what? If it is a random pop-in situation, say, I am so sorry for my appearance right now, but I just, I saw your salon and I happen to have my resumes in my car and I just got off my serving job and I smell like french fries and I'm so sorry, but like, Please, I would love an opportunity to, to like, talk to you and tell you about who I am and show you who I am, you know? Yes. Like, that is totally acceptable. I'm sorry I loved you so much I had to bring you this handwritten resume. But, like, you know what I mean? If that's the case, then just be up front because then you really are, like, you're acknowledging, like, hey, this isn't what I would come to work in, you know? Right. But... I was so enthralled with what you had going on here that, like, I just had to stop or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? Well, and I, well, I will say the person that brought in the handwritten resume when she walked around the corner and she was getting a tour, I saw her. She caught my eye and in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. she looks good. Mm-hmm. She looks like a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. She had extensions. They were good extensions. Mm-hmm. She had beautiful highlights, like, makeup done to a mm-hmm. T. But she did. That's why I'm like, is it the case that she just had to do that and she did that in the parking lot? I mean, hey, if it is, then like I said, I feel like a giant asshole. But like when I saw that, I was like, oh, jump scare. Yeah, I was like, oh, girl. If you come back from the written resume, that's the thing. It's the first impression. Mm hmm. And so that first impression, you've got seven seconds to make that first impression. After that seven seconds. They're going to remember that. And she kicks ass. We need to have her on the podcast. (laughs) Seriously. And like talk about it because uh, if you guys like what was going through your mind. Yeah, because I mean, I genuinely am curious. I mean, you did make me think about it again because I didn't see the person didn't see. I didn't see any of that. I just saw Mm -hmm. the the handwritten resume and I I saw her. Yeah. What is this? You know? And if that's your first impression. But and I that's mean, the and first it was, impression. And we, here we are. We like to be truthful and authentic and honest here. That was that's my all first we're impression. doing. Yeah. But um, but you're right. Like I didn't see her. I didn't interact with that person face to face. So like within that same se- like I might have seen that and been like, oh, oh, hi. You know, I don't know. So mm-hmm. like, oh, you look nice. Yeah. <laughs> but she was like super streetwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. She looked like a brie. And who is that? Jeez. Like a brie. (laughs) No. We have a stylist at our salon named Brie, and she's like, she dresses, she takes risks with her fashion and, like, does, like, influencery type outfits is what I'm going for. Like, I don't know. It's definitely not something that everybody wears. But you post a picture of it on Instagram and it looks and you'll be real cute. Fire. You know? I know. I love those boots that she has. Those dark boots. That's it. Mm, those are like so cute. obsessed with them. Anyway. Yeah. So is that all we have? I don't know. Kind of, I guess. That's a pretty good episode. I mean, I think so. I think we're pretty interesting myself. I think so, too. <laughs> I think so. I'd like to think so. Guys. Hope you like our new studio. Yeah. Um. Um, it was all Erica's idea. <laughs> no, it wasn't. 
It started with me saying, what if we moved that couch in here? And then I said, can I tell you what's in my head? And then it, and then it happened. And then it came onto the wall. It did. So, came onto the wall. <laughs> a lot of it was my idea, but it was obviously we picked out the fabric together. Mm-hmm. You picked out some of the stuff. I You found the on-air sign, which is my favorite part, which looks really good on the camera right now, by the way. Remember, it was like weird the other day. Oh, yeah. I changed the camera settings. Did you? It yeah. looks good. I, I YouTubed it. You YouTubed it. I did. Um, yeah. We got my little um, hippie crystals and some sea urchins. Some sea I think urchins. it's cute. Yeah. And our rainbows. Always going to have the rainbows because we're the rainbow peoples. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. If you want to follow us on our social media journeys, I'm at Herrick's Hunter on all the things. And I am Erica the Redhead on all the things. And our podcast is at Break Room Banter Pod on all the things. We also have a Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Break Room Banter Pod. And we're not promising anything from that. We're just saying... It's a donation. Thanks to, for supporting us. Yeah. Thanks for supporting us. Um, and until next time, remember, you always have a seat at our table. Bye. Bye. Home, the place where I belong. I don't know the words to the song I know.